Hey everyone, welcome to the Got 10 Minutes podcast, the podcast for product teams. Today we speak with Casey Bell, who is a UX slash UI designer at Rank Central. Hey Casey, welcome to the show. Hey, happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Um, so Casey, tell me tell me a bit about yourself and how you got started in um, user experience. Sure, that is quite the story. Well, right now I am a UI slash UX designer at Ring Central, and I have been for around the past two years. In addition to my role as a designer, I also help with the onboarding of Ring Central new hire classes, and I'm part of the Research Ambassador Initiative, where I learn from guest lectures on research methodology. Um, as for my start in UX, it's kind of unique. Two years ago, I was working as a technology specialist for a nonprofit as a small business IT admin. My boyfriend is an SEO and he's worked a lot with UX designers and he recommended me for the position because he thought my personality um, had enough of that right brain, left brain going on. And it reminded him of the people that he had worked with before. Um, So I really got into it and we had ported over our physical phone server in my job um, and moved it over into RingCentral. And so I reached out to the VP at the time of the UX in Ring Central, and I said, hey, I have some insights for you if you want to hook up. <laughs> and so um, we linked up and um, I met with a bunch of his team. I pulled together a presentation of some of the user pain points we had and how they could leverage their UX to better communicate with their users. And afterwards he reached out and said, hey, we have a global position, are you interested? And I said, heck yeah. And that's how I got to where I am today. How did the role before help with um, the, the the role of being a UI slash UX engineer or designer? Yeah, I think it's very important because ultimately what the UX UI designer is, is a bridge for the common user. So as an IT admin, I was really able to be humbled by how people interpret things so differently across different groups. And I was able to have a bunch of people have a lot of different kinds of problems and come up with solutions to those. And I think that creativity and that know-how really come together with a UX UI designer where it's bringing together people, it's bringing together technology solutions, and it's also communicating um, creativity through design. So what's it like being a UX UI designer uh, on a daily basis at Ring Central? Yeah, I would say ultimately it's very fun. <laughs> it's a dynamic atmosphere that uses that brain power and creativity and above all collaboration. And at Ring Central, I'm surrounded by all of these powerhouse designers, engineers, and product managers. And I'm constantly growing from the talent and wisdom of those around me. In my position, I do end-to-end design, and I have the pleasure of going through the exploring the competitive landscape and how others arrived at their solutions to really communicating with customers about their pain points. What's it like interacting with uh, your, the product managers uh, your, on your team or at the company? What's the process like? Yes. So ultimately, they kick off the feature. They say why that problem exists or why they think that problem exists and use data to justify it. And I'll work closely with those product managers to find a solution that fits both our back end and front end limitations um, while addressing the data that we currently have. 
and at times push back um, whenever there seems to be a disconnect between the design and the user. And what, what design systems do you use to help you with that process, if any? Yeah, so we have a couple of different tools. We use Framer currently for prototyping. There's interactive designs as well as wireframing and specking out. We also use Jira to keep track of those tickets, um, as well as a wiki page for really organizing that process. And when it comes on to like knowing exactly what to put in your backlog and how to prioritize different things, what process do you follow internally and how, how do you prioritize the different things like that? Yes, our teams come together and they communicate um, the effort that would be needed for that, as well as the need um, that we're finding within the customers. So we have a forum online where customers communicate their pain points or they'll reach out to our technical team. And a lot of times we'll have prioritization based off of that. We also have, of course, the innovative features that are brand new and being introduced. And that's determined by both dev, UX, and PMs coming together and really putting a number on what value that provides to the organization itself. And when it comes on to experimentation, are there any platforms that you use to test what, what resonates best with, with users? Um, like how, how does that process um, work? Yeah, so we've used user testing. We also have one where we source with a third um, party um, and get customers who are using our specific platform or other unified applications um, and finding that right target audience. And we do moderated and unmod unmoderated tests depending on how quickly we need it or how thorough we need that information to be based on our metric of success at the time. And like, what are some, what are some of the like um, I would say most fun uh, experiments you've run? If you can if you can talk about that, like what what, what fun things have you tested? Fun things. Ooh, that's a good question. I think everything's fun. I know that's the lame answer, but people are so weird. <laughs> like you think something is so straightforward. You're like, click the button in the upper right hand corner and they'll like, they'll be all over the place. They'll be like, oh, is this, I don't know, this line a button. And you're like, how could that line possibly be a button? But there's value in that too. I'm not saying that users don't understand it. Ultimately, our, it's our failure to communicate, if anything. Um, and I really like learning about my blind spots. And I've found that in user testing, I have a lot of different blind areas to what other people are like. And I love having that image of what people are like shattered over and over again, because it makes the world more cool and people more complex. And when it comes on to dealing with like expectations that users have, you know, it's uh, d design is a very um, uh, emotional uh, thing. You know, it's very hard to measure that that emotion. Like, how do you manage expectations from users? And uh, yeah, like, how how do you do that? As far as expectations, it varies based on what we're, what's successful for us at that time. At times, mm -hmm. it's preferential where the users like the design, it looks pretty to them, the colors are nice, but sometimes that doesn't translate into the actual user experience. So they're not able to accomplish their goals using the pretty design, but if they use this one that they make complain about a little bit more, they're able to get the job done and remember it better. So it, it really depends on the situation. And I would say like, as a, as a, um, a UX engineer, 
What's one of the most challenging things that you do, I would say, on a daily basis? What's one of the hardest things to do as a, as a UX designer? Yeah, I'd say what it's exactly what I love to do the most, which is work with others. Um, there are a variety of complex needs for users, um, ranging from the software limitations to legal requirements to what is the obscure world of user preference. <laughs> And at times that each role, whether it's a software developer or a product manager, can have a different metric for what makes their job successful. For some, it's rolling out that feature really quickly to meet a leader concern. Or for others, it's um, meeting that promised timeline that they had already communicated. And for me, it's really ensuring that I slow things down and that my end product communicates and has empathy with the user. Um, and it also helps my stakeholders arrive at a happy solution that meets everybody's needs. So collaborating with others is the most challenging and also the most rewarding work that you will do. I, I love that. Uh, having empathy for the user. That that, uh, that resonates with me deeply. So I'm going to end with this question. Uh, what's one of the, the, what's one of your weaknesses that you've turned into your strength, I would say? Yes. So for a lot of my life, I've really beaten myself over not being the loudest, most assertive person in the room. And I think at times, softer energies in the workplace are not taken as seriously. But I have found power in sitting back and listening and being slow to speak. So when I do speak, I have the power of speaking for a community that I've given the time to observe, energy of listening to, and develop an em empathy for understanding their needs. So connecting with the community around me by being a bit softer makes me better at my job. I love that. And like when people take this job seriously, you can actually see the passion, you know, and like get the passion through the screen and everything. And like, it's always amazing speaking with people who are actually building solutions um, that solve um, uh, people's problems. So Casey, um, it was such a pleasure speaking with you. Um, thanks for joining us. Thanks so much for having me. And thanks for listening to the Got to Minutes podcast. To stay in touch, please follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or the podcast app you're listening to this on right now for more episodes. Take care.